Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet stuck in a time loop. It's the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each and every single week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who have. have. Welcome to episode number 187 covering the 2022 New Year's special Eve of the Daleks. This is the one where the Doctor loses to the Daleks. Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet stuck in a time loop. Wait, hang on. Have we done this before? I feel, I mean, you can I mean, say that every so, week. We've done it so many times, <laughs> Honestly, but just hey, feels different. It's the noobs and the hoobie, and my name's Austin. I'm the hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp, and we're, yeah. and yeah. why did you, I don't know, I was just reading so fast there. I'm discombobulated. Yeah. And we're the noobs. And we're the noobs. Yeah. And this is the podcast. Yeah. It's introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who again by watching an episode each week, well, only once, but it felt like. More, and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who have happened. seen it multiple times. Yeah, so welcome to episode number 187B, covering the 2022 New Year's special, Eve of the Daleks. This is the one where the Doctor loses to the Daleks live from... No, okay. That's no, okay. <laughs> okay. We discussed doing that eight times. Yeah. <laughs> every was, every if, time and start farther on. If there was less to read between those two bits. I Wait, we just... We, sh- we should have started like a couple sentences later every time. Oh, no, that's what I we should have thought. started yeah. at the same place, but taken less time to read it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is the one where the doctor loses to the Daleks until she doesn't. Also, Yaz and the doctor might be a thing. Oh, uh-huh. Things to say. All right. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> this was story number 298, originally airing yesterday, January 1st, 2022, to some people. Because the ratings aren't out yet, apparently. Yeah. Because good grief, guys. We went from like, we used to watch on Saturday and record on Sunday out of like necessity. And then for six weeks, we watched it on Sunday, watched it again on Saturday and recorded on Sunday and then watched the next one on Sunday and watched it again on Saturday. And this time we were sitting down and I was like, wait, I really wish that we had that second viewing. Yeah. Because I, you know what? This is the first time we've ever covered an episode of Doctor Who that neither of us have seen before, and I didn't get a second viewing. Yeah. This is this is the first episode that we've ever covered on this podcast that I haven't seen twice. That's crazy. Huh. Now, not true for some movies we've done, yeah. like the, oh, the yeah. Christmas do-over I'd never seen before. <laughs> I never want to see Thankfully. it again. What are you talking about? We're watching that every Christmas <laughs> from now on. Before you open presents on Christmas morning. Oh my God. We have to watch the Christmas <laughs> And then burn day. our eyes out. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's that's a, a first for us. It only took us 187 episodes yeah. to do this. Yeah. But, um, uh, at any rate, it was written by, of course, Chibs and directed by Anetta Laffer. 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 I L-A-U-F-E-R, wanted to be Laffer. You figured it out. Uh, under the cast, we had, you know what? I didn't, I didn't uh, look up. Uh, oh gosh, what was the guy's name? I can't even think of the character's name now. Oh, I, not Jeff. Oh yeah, no, uh, not important. Oh my yeah. gosh, what do you mean not important? He was the <laughs> it was right. one of the five main characters of this episode. Crap, guys, what was his name? Somebody seriously, somebody jump over to the page. Corbin, you've got it open. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. It says here his name is forgettable. 
Oh gosh, what's well, Nick? Nick. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, that's right. Because I'm Nick, a nerd about that. Later. Yeah. Uh, Nick. I, I actually didn't look up the actor's name because uh, partly because this was yesterday <laughs> evening. Yeah. We watched this yesterday evening. Yeah. Um, but Sarah was played by Ashling B. Now, in a season marked by stunt casting, where you had uh, 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 Bishop. Uh, crap. What's his first name? What? The guy playing Dan. Um, oh yeah. I can't think of his first name. Uh, anyways, he remember we talked about, he was like a big name that we got. And then vendor was a big name, a guy from game of Thrones and all this kind of stuff. And by the way, um, Dan (laughs) Corbin, help me out here, man. Does it, you, you've got the cast pulled up there right now. Dan is played by. I, mm, one second. I always want to say the wrong first name because there's a kid I used to know whose last name was Bishop. So I always think of his first name is John Bishop. Is it John? Okay, yeah. John Bishop. Um, John was a is you know is a well known comedian, and I you know I say well known comedian. He's not really well known to me. I've seen him on some panel shows and things, so I don't know. Was he like famous for stand up or or what? Was he famous but, for acting? Um, yeah, I don't think he was. Like, I don't think he's like he was like mostly known as an actor. He was mostly known yeah. for. Well, uh, Google calls him a British comedian. There you so go. I guess yeah. We know. So yeah. Um, but you know, some people make that, that jump, you know, Eddie Murphy was a stand-up comedian until he was a, a movie star. Um, Ashling B is similar. She is, uh, she's a stand-up comedian. She is on all the panel shows and doing all the things. Um, but she's also, uh, begun breaking out into, um, she's done a little bit of TV here and there. I was noticing her IMDb, but she started to do some movies here recently. And, um, I, I first became aware of her on like some random clip on YouTube and she had a, a fantastic bit. And personally, I think I've said this before. I could listen to a, an Irish accent just all day long. Yes. Ashling B yeah. could say anything, and I could just listen to her for hours. <laughs> um, she uh, was also in a movie in uh, 2020 called Love Wedding Repeat. First of all, terrible <laughs> name. Oh, I get oh it. yeah, Love Wedding, wedding. Repeat. Repeat. I was so. <laughs> Well, there's no commas. There's the, no, no. It just says there love is. wedding. On, on my screen, it says love wedding repeat. That's what it. Yeah, that's, that's what how, it is. On the on the artwork, it's love wedding, and then underneath that, repeat. And for some reason, wedding, the font for wedding is a little thicker than love, and then repeat is even thicker than that. It's really weird. Grammar matters, guys. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Punctuation saves lives, right? Let's eat, Grandma. Um, here is the synopsis for love wedding repeat. While trying to make his sister's wedding day go smoothly, Jack finds himself juggling an angry ex-girlfriend, an an uninvited guest with a secret, a misplaced (laughs) sleep sedative, and the girl that got away in alternate versions of the same day. So I don't know if that means this is a time loop or Or if if this is like doing different versions. Yeah, like there was a movie years ago called uh, Sliding Doors where... uh, you know, at the beginning of a movie, a woman misses the sliding door of the subway, closes on her. And so she, oh. in one version, she makes the, the subway and the other one she doesn't. And then the movie plays out of like, what happens as a result? You know, and that kind of thing. There's actually a show on right now called Ordinary Joe, where it actually follows three versions of this guy's life, which lost me on episode three. <laughs> I was like, I cannot keep up anymore. So I don't know if this is like that or if it's an actual time loop thing so if it is that's hilarious because that means she came off the film you know the filming of that movie and, and they said hey we want you yeah. to do doctor who great what is it it's a time loop are you oh, are you kidding God. right now 
Um, so anyways, love <laughs> Ashley B. Love everything she does. She's, she's ridiculously funny. Um, anywho. Brings us down to the checklist. Name of the episode spoken in dialogue. No. Thank but goodness. there was some interesting speculation that I saw online. Because you had uh, resolutions was the first one. Then you had revolution of the Daleks. Yeah. And then this is, it was being called the third in the Chibnall Dalek New Year trilogy. And it wasn't. Because the first two involved the same recon Dalek. Yeah. So I assumed that meant that Dalek was coming back. I think we even said that last week. Mm -hmm. Um, I assumed that's what it meant. Not at all. Mm -hmm. So it's only a Chibnall New Year Dalek trilogy in that they are all featuring Daleks on New Year's Mm -hmm. written by Chibnall. Now, the, the weird thing is the first two aired on and took place on New Year's Day, right? This episode is called Eve of the Daleks, and it was a New Year's special. So it's like, well, duh, that means for whatever reason, this episode is going to take place on New Year's Eve, even though they're going to air it on New Year's Day or whatever, Yeah, which is already kind of like jarring. But there were some people that said, no, no, no. They're airing it on New Year's Day. So this is not a New Year's Eve special. So it can't be the Eve of the Daleks as in New Year's Eve. There were people who were thinking that Eve was going to turn out to be a name. So like Eve of the Daleks, like, you know, like that is a, a, the name of a Dalek is Uh, Eve or something like that. And there's, so there's all kinds of speculation. I think, I think somebody even said, uh, Clara was going to be returning. Oh my! God. You know, like she was, she was going to be the Eve yeah, of the Daleks she, she or whatever. Dalek, well. Yeah, um, I think there was even some like uh, Eve, like Adam and Eve. So this was going to be like it was going to somehow deal with like the very first Dalek. Or, oh, I don't I mean, know. I don't know. There was all kinds of speculation. All of it was wrong. It was actually all New of Year's it was Eve. ridiculous. It was actually New Year's Eve. The writers aren't that good. The episode. <laughs> so the Wikia pointed out that this episode partially took place on the day that it aired. Oh, it because did. eventually yeah. they did make it to New Year's Day. True, and so, then they jumped forward to we don't even know when. Huh? Well, at the end, it, oh yeah, there was like the time. Scale it had was, them them getting like, into the cab or whatever to go like fly away or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Presumably, only a few days. The most. next day or a few days or yeah. Exactly. I assume a few days at least. <laughs> That's true. Because so like, the mom so knew it's not, him. It's not well. that the episode primarily took place on the day that it aired. No three minutes of it <laughs> towards yeah. the end <laughs> sandwiched in between the bulk of the episode and the weirdest stinger to the episode ever oh, yeah. where we That's like, weird. let's close up. Yeah. Did y'all think it was weird that they closed up the episode with their story? Not yeah. the doctor and her companions. We that didn't need strange. a close up for this story. We already knew that was going to happen. It was sweet. It was fine. Yeah. But if you'd have gotten that and, and then, then we go back, Oh, to let's go see them get into the TARDIS. Right. Yeah. 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 That would have made a little more sense. Corbin, I, I kind of thought the name was already like a double entendre because, mm-hmm. well, the eve of something, like that's a expression for like yeah. a new beginning, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, and okay. The Daleks just got destroyed so in the, the last yeah. episode. Yeah, but then they kind of hand waved that away when they said, you "I'll kill millions." I'll, I'll of bring Daleks. bring close attention here to the Dalek 
battle fleet was destroyed. Yeah. Ah, because not I all see. Daleks are in the battle fleet. Yeah, apparently, so we upgraded the non-battle only, fleet, but we didn't upgrade the battle fleet. Yeah, not only that, but apparently the battle fleet that showed up to make peace with the Santarans and save their their hides left behind some other Daleks. Yeah. So presumably, those if the Santaran plan had worked, I'm sorry. If the plan that the Santarans were pres- presenting, thank you, would have worked, um, would have worked then the other some of the Daleks would have died in the flux, but the battle fleet would have survived. Anyways, it's just well, hand, hand yeah. waving away. Yeah. So yeah, uh, somebody else pointed out that this is simply a play off of the classic Who episode, The Evil of the Daleks. So that's all it is. It's just a play uh, on word. When you said a double entendre. There were some people who took it as just a play on words of, oh, you know, hey, guys, hey, remember, remember that episode, episode, The Evil of the Daleks? Oh, no. Here's the Eve of the Daleks <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Eve. I just you feel like look. they've already dozens of times done the like one Dalek survived thing. I kind of yeah. thought that's what this was going to be. It was going to be one like Dalek somehow with a minigun oh, yeah. across the universe. Yeah, one absolutely. made it out. Okay, by the way, my original thought as we were going through the episode and there was a Dalek. And then there was two Daleks, and then there was three Daleks, and then there was four. I assumed that the Dalek, uh, and the Doctor said the Doctor said something. I forget how she something phrased it about, about like being able to break to through the time loop. Or exactly, something. and what she survive meant was the time loop. right. Um, what she meant was they're learning, so we need to learn yeah. like they're learning. I took it to mean that he was the copying one, himself exactly, or something. Exactly, the one single Dalek was popping up in a different place yeah. every time. So there were more than one of him until the other Dalek's voice didn't sound the same. Yeah. And I went, oh, well, crap. Come on. I mean, so I'm glad they did that because I would have continued thinking that and yeah. been confused at the end. I feel like what it should have been was they did all get destroyed in, you know, the last episode of the flux. Uh-huh. But the one we keep following every New Year's Eve the recon- is yet exactly. again yeah, recon- still that's, alive. That was, is exactly what I was thinking. And then it's was, the Eve of the we, Daleks. It's like a new yeah, beginning a new for beginning. them because exactly. it's just this Corbin, one. You just, you just in two sentences wrote a better episode yeah. uh, 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 um, like basis for this. Yeah. yeah. And Dad's uh, idea could have worked of him like looping himself and coming in a different spots or whatever. Oh, and then that becomes how he repopulates. Anything. Yeah. Like this dude has been in modern day Britain, like yeah. three Christmas or New Year's Eves in a row. Yeah. There's no reason it couldn't just still be him. <laughs> yeah. Why right. did it have to be new Daleks that somehow survived the yeah. oh, universal whatever. destruction yeah, of all this, Daleks? We're talking about the Dalek who who was uh, burned alive and then split into three and yeah. scattered across the world until thousands of years later. He single-handedly. Sunlight recharged him like a Casio calculator. In yeah. The yeah. <laughs> like, he brought several new powers to the Dalek race just oh, by yeah. existing. That we haven't used since, Throwing his way. ass all, all over the place, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we just... Uh, you're welcome, Chips. We just fixed it for you. We just we just made your episode. Yeah. Too bad you already better. wrote it and yeah. filmed it. Oh, crap. And released it. Why doesn't he ask us in advance? <sighs> Come on. Why does not ask all of the fandom? Oh my gosh. That would could you not imagine, work at all. Could you imagine a crowdsourced Doctor Who episode? It all right, guys, for the 60th anniversary, but, here's what we're going to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you just know It'd the be villain nothing would but, be Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> <laughs> 
It would be nothing but callbacks and hard to follow plot lines. Yeah. It'd be seven hours long. The main villain would be like some random side character from oh, a yeah. novelization in the 70s or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There'd be 10 doctors. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, the by the way, Jer- Jared, has, Jared has some interesting news. Remember, we didn't watch the the post credits or whatever there was a post credits or a mid credits oh. or something it was not it was, i'm sorry it wasn't a, it wasn't a post credits scene it was a next time and which we've kind of oh. stopped watching anyway yeah, yeah. um we but they definitely did show who the villain is going to be and i'm not going to steal jared's thunder so okay. speaking of the creature of this week is the, the daleks um <laughs> <laughs> that's jared, how it feels like every time they show up on screen yeah. <laughs> the, daleks. the daleks uh jared did say to me in a text oh, no. earlier today I'm sure you guys are going to have fun with this one. And I wasn't sure until I, I told Trip that. And Trip goes, did he mean like fun crapping all over it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he meant now that you've said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Because um, I texted him back and I said, I literally was like, I don't know how I feel about this episode. And I don't know why. <laughs> I have normally I get to the end of a Doctor Who episode and I'm like, yes, yeah, or, or what? Or what and I have very like, definitive feelings and right. I can say, no. this is a 7 out of 10, and it would have been a 9 if they'd have done these three things. Or, this was perfect, don't touch it, shut up, Corbin, and eat your popcorn, whatever. This one I got to the end, and I went, huh? Is it over? <laughs> is I it feel over? like we needed another 30 minutes. You know? Sometime. Like, we needed more time. The wrap-up was kind of quick, actually. They basically when, solved it by waiting it out. When, <laughs> they kind of did. Like, when, she said, when she said, it's decreasing by one minute... And I realized we started with eight. Yeah. I started trying to do the math, which I, I needed to pause to actually do the math. But I started doing the math going, are we going to resolve this with like 30 minutes left? Like how this is not going to take that well, long. Uh-uh. And then I guess I guess it did because, you know, what? So eight is 15. It's 35. 31. Okay. Or somewhere around there. It's yeah. not a full episode. If they bumped no, it up. No, but they, they discovered that a while yeah. into it. A while into it. Yeah. But if they bumped it up to like nine or 10 minutes. The way they got away with it was by having the lo- the last loops be way too long. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, way, yeah. Way the, the the last one that was a minute was definitely like De- five they ran up to the fifth floor and back down <laughs> yeah, in a minute. Yeah. yeah, they were worried they couldn't do that two loops ago. I know that they wouldn't have enough time. And then all of a sudden it was like we're all here with all of our stuff. I'm like, how? Uh-huh. Did you? Okay, fine. And then they blew it up and they got out. And but like, I mean, wibbly. We can get to that later because there's more to say about the time. Okay. Loop. The Dalek yeah, figuring out. Yeah, we're here to out, talk about the Daleks. The so. Dalek figuring out to shoot it took a whole minute. <laughs> when when they to, when they piled up all the oh, stuff yeah, and they yeah. left. And all right, that, so anyways, that took a minute. Um, the Dalek with the Gatling gun blaster was my favorite awesome. thing. That's going yeah. to be my favorite thing. should be from standard, the Daleks in yeah. a long time. Yeah, it the Dalek should keep that. They, they, that was better be. they don't upgrade, like, ever, do they? No, they don't. When was the last major I mean, upgrade they Okay, really remember got? the Skittle, up, Skittle uh, Daleks were, like, like a bigger. color change. Yeah, but they were bigger. Skin. Who were cares about bigger. that? They were bigger. Whatever. Because they, were, they weren't as small. Yeah, they're even they more clunky. Um, <laughs> Sarah said they are a stupidly named robot. I thought that was great. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. She kept calling them robots, and they're like, Dalek. And she goes, us. Stupidly named robot. I'm like, dang, okay. Wow. Uh, Sarah was uh, Sarah was not the character I was expecting. Um, I don't know why I expected a a less negative, sarcastic 
character out I mean, of Ashley. She's like which working on New Year's Eve and like the whole yeah, time yeah, she's yeah. like but I mean, hate she, everything Yeah, she was just like this. bitter the whole time. Yeah. And I was like this is what I was expecting. And then as the episode went on, I started critiquing my own critique and going what did I expect out of her based on her yeah. stand up? Oh, this is exactly the character she uh-huh. should be. Like just really <laughs> she's a comedian. This yeah, is like yeah, 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 exactly. Um, let's see. The Daleks are never sorry. They are not fair. <laughs> that was, yeah, she goes, that's not lies. fair. And he goes, Daleks are not fair. Wow. <laughs> they made several definitive statements about the Daleks in this episode. Like the Daleks made their own definitive yeah. statements about themselves. Um, I love this line. Somebody pointed this out on, um, on uh, I think it was on the, the Doctor Who fa- uh, Facebook page. Facebook group? Yeah. Um, the line where she said, Nick, and the Dalek said, I am not Nick. You guys remember who voices the Daleks? Nicholas Briggs. Oh my God. So they had Nick Briggs Say, record lines Nick. saying, I am, I am not, not Nick. Nick. And I, somebody pointed that out and I just chuckled. Um, what did you, okay, Corbin? Uh, well, we're going to finally, All right, Jared. I'm going to finally Brace agree yourself. with Jared. Brace yourself. Yeah. I liked the Daleks in this episode. Until I the think, last 30 seconds where they ultimately got defeated, they were kind of like the best Daleks I've ever seen. They were the best Daleks we've seen until they, definitely, they became the Daleks we're used to. I think they definitely won every single time. <laughs> what? <laughs> even regardless of I couldn't hear you. I know the listeners couldn't hear you. That is the ultimate fate of the Dalek is to be beaten by the Doctor. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, Wouldn't we don't do. actually want the Daleks to win. That doesn't make for a good story. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, so we they just don't want to them to lose stupidly. Yeah. Is what, is so that's our that's biggest, our biggest they problem. They did lose not They're supposedly either. these feared warriors, but they always suck. But in this episode, well, we, they we didn't. discovered in this episode their one weakness. All you have to do is run a circle around them and they can't. Well, they're that was also that was all you have to do hilarious. is duck. That was amazing. That, that was, was when Dan that's was That's definitely that. what I would This is okay, why yeah. Dan is one of my okay, favorite yeah. characters. First of all, okay. So, so first of all, Nick strategically did Nick said, whatever. Say it. Say it. Because he knew. They say yeah, exterminate, they say and then and you then duck, shoot. and they will shoot each other. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. brilliant. I love that, and I loved him gloating about it and being like, "Oh yeah, they were two like top notch Daleks too, man. They were like the big ones." Yeah, you know? and, and then yeah, Dan Dan just literally stood stood, stood next to the blaster yeah. and ran in a circle. He held as the he blaster spun. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could have grabbed onto it and just spun around. Yeah, again. I mean, didn't see in the very first episode with the Daleks the very first one with the first doctor mm-hmm. didn't they like jump on him and like pull his head off they jumped on isn't the that back? how they defeated that they one they jumped on the back and then, then they like covered the stock or something. yeah they put like they put like <laughs> goop on his stock yeah. oh like, yeah yeah like <laughs> dough or something like they, they need some technological upgrades oh yeah yeah <laughs> these are not the superior warriors of the universe <laughs> yeah they can't what's, even walk what's, what's funny boxes. is that we know that there's not wheels under there like oh, we've yeah. established in new who that that is like hover pad yeah exactly but which allows them to now go up the stairs you would think so they could turn a little faster than what the prop can actually do. You yeah. Know? So uh, I did. I did like that. But yeah, I will agree that first of all, when that Gatling blaster showed up, that was, was awesome. awesome. That is awesome. That also, is amazing. <laughs> like uh-huh. the first loop, that was a genuine Dalek victory. Like, oh yeah, he killed oh, the yeah. Doctor. Totally wiped out everyone. One one hundred percent. They had yeah. no idea that. I can die and maybe I'll come back. That wasn't. Yeah, in their why heads didn't the doctor try to do anything? She was like She did. 
She used her sonic. Well, okay, I get what you're saying. And then she they didn't just like stood there. run. Okay. I she really, was like, no, not this way. Okay, so I, so I actually had this in the notes here. She used the uh, in the, under the sonic. She used it to jam the Daleks' blaster again, but they learned and yeah, adapted awesome. and figured out not only how to override that, but to shut her sonic. Yeah, down. she. It's not just that it wasn't effective anymore; it cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and then it was like, what what was. I will say this is a kind of a plot hole to me. Plot hole in this. Maybe it's a character hole because the doctor would never, mm-hmm. never be like, oh no, they foiled plan A. I'm out of ideas. And yeah. Stand there for And did execution. she say, did she say not like this yeah. the first time? The first time. Yeah. She was like, not like this. Yeah. And then she, and, <sighs> and so, okay. Like so first what? of all, we, we mentioned I said something about like, yeah, she's dead. And y'all were like, yeah, but she can totally regenerate. And I was like, but can she? No, because she, she always seems like very afraid that the Daleks re- are going to kill her. Kill well, because her. she needs enough time to regenerate. Yeah. If you get like, shot. Remember Eleven got okay. shot while he was regenerating and that killed him dead or whatever? Yeah. Uh, impossible astronaut. That's how he died. He was regenerating and then got He started shot. regenerating and they shot the astronaut shot him again, which meant he was dead dead. Oh. That was the whole idea there. Um, that's why he didn't regenerate. He started to, and he got shot while regenerating. And I think that's been said in another episode somewhere. So, yeah, I don't know what what is supposed to be happening here. Um, we also had the the Sims master, uh, you know, killing Missy and saying, I gave you the full blast. Don't even try and regenerate. Yeah. So apparently you can override regeneration or something. Because yeah. if not, then there's no stakes. Uh, especially, with a, especially with a Time Lord who is the granddaddy of all time lords who has infinite uh-huh. regeneration oh, yeah. no limitations and whatever um so I, I did think that was kind of interesting that yeah the daleks straight up won they straight up won not not and, not, and yeah. not just like lucky shot like no cornered the doctor corner her companions knocked out her sonic oh One that trick that you did on us time last time and time again we learned and so we've we've figured out how to beat that and now they won the first you. time they won the second yeah. time they won all the way up to the like the last three where they weren't trying anymore. yeah so definitely thumbs up for the for the daleks in this episode yeah i would say that, like this is the best the daleks have been since yeah daleks yeah in the first doctor story <laughs> like, like they blocked off when the they were a threat they, then because we didn't know how easily they were defeated all the time one dalek defeated yeah the it didn't even take all the daleks that were there yeah it was they, the one dalek they locked down the building and yeah. they they didn't even need to lock down the building. Nope. Not for the first round. Not the first time. The doctor had we didn't even know a that happened doors the time. that she could have bolted yeah. through. Like, why did the doctor know. not try yeah. anything? I also, I love their line, not one line, but said multiple times throughout the episode that they learn, which I guess the implication is they're such great warriors because <laughs> they learn. Yeah. A, I'm not right. so sure of that because the doctor <laughs> seems to use the same <laughs> tactics all the time. Yeah. Right, right. Similar, yeah. Beat you also, with a cookie one time. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Dodgers. <laughs> I also just love, like, what is the implications of, like, the peoples of this universe that, like, they just they don't learn, learn ever? <laughs> and so, like, the Daleks <laughs> conquer them because they're the only because people they're that figure out. that learn? <laughs> I, yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so on the checklist, uh, we mentioned about the Sonic using, uh, uh, getting overridden. Um, the Sonic is doing the notification bell thing again. So I, why is all of a sudden for for this doctor? It's not even just this doctor. It's like just this season, right? I don't I don't remember this doing this in previous seasons. Just during the flux, 
the Sonic was constantly like going off in her pocket like what? a pager. Like it was constantly on passive scanning mode. And when it discovered something yeah. noteworthy, it would be like. I think that's been a 13 thing, though. Not just a. Chibs. I feel season. like it was just Flux, though. Have you, do you remember examples I don't, before? No. No. I don't remember it happening before the Flux. Hmm. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, out of order here, the TARDIS, um, she's doing a full reset to clear out the Flux debris trip. What, how did she say it? Huh? You, you liked the way she said debris. She said de- debris? Debris. 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 Uh, and minimize the number of doors, which I thought was uh, hilarious. Because yeah. when we, when we last saw them, there were like four. Uh, one was coming but out we didn't floor. see any of them when they were leaving. I don't remember seeing them this time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, apparently she's never done that before. So, um, I did think it was weird. Um, okay, when they came out of the TARDIS and it had all the cracks in it, or or we saw the cracks form, that image was the image for all of the promotional stuff hmm. leading up to this episode. And I thought it was going to blow up or something mm-hmm. and that was going to cause um, a time loop. I at or... least thought it was going to be that I thought this episode was going to feature the TARDIS a lot more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was like a very much a background thing. Yeah. I mean, like, presumably it started the time loop. Presumably. We yeah. don't even know why. Or because how. The doc- here's the thing. The doctor said, thanks for looking out for us if, in fact, you were. So yeah. you could say that the TARDIS was doing its reset and whatever wibbly wobbliness that that takes caused a time loop that is timing that is somehow tied to the death of the doctor, her companions and two randos that are in the same building. I kind of thought the implication was it was resetting at midnight every time, no matter what. Is that what it was? Yeah. Even though they seem to well, be under okay, the impression yeah. that they could they, get out. They kept saying that. They kept saying we can we've we got to make it out. to midnight, but they'd but never made they it anywhere close to midnight. They kept yeah. dying. Yeah. And so why did they think that midnight would change anything? I don't understand. It's a time It was That's more that they had to get loop. outside of the building, which again, I don't know why that, that was. Yeah, why did why they was the TARDIS time loop constrained to inside the building? It was said that at one point. Well, they said that at one point, but didn't give any justification the for phone, why. The phone kept ringing. If no, it no, was no, constrained no, 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 no. to the building, no, no, no. And the rest it, it, kept... it's not like the building was on a time loop while everybody else continued forward. It's like the occupants. It's of that the nobody else remembered outside of the building. Oh. Nobody else perceived the time loop, right? Yeah, but that was kind of weird. I, I just okay. First of all, wait. So were the Daleks in the time loop, or just the ones inside? And they were. I think it was just the, the ones inside. inside. Yeah, I think it was just the one. Okay. Yeah, that's what they meant by breaking through to get reinforcements or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, th- okay. At the beginning of the first season of thirteen, the second episode, Ghost Monument, the the remnants say, "We see the things even you can't remember." The timeless child, mm-hmm. and she says, "What did you say?" And we don't hear another flipping thing about that for the entire season it is just said uh-huh. and then in the next season the first episode the master drops a bomb on her that there is some hidden truth she's not aware of that involves the timeless child and sparks the mystery box for that whole season and then at the end of that season we get the resolution the timeless child right mm-hmm. in a similar way at the beginning of the flux something's wrong with the tardis 
it's doing weird stuff. Because it absorbed the flux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or sure, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe that's what caused it. Sure. Was it before? I think it was being weird even before I think it was that. being weird before really? then. I think the door thing happened. Maybe it didn't. I don't remember. Whether it was whether it was caused by the yeah. uh, it was definitely caused by the flux. So, anyways, the so the multiple doors, the black goo. Do you remember the black goo dripping from the ceiling? Yeah. And then we didn't even notice like for a long time all the whatever. flipping cobwebs everywhere and what's going on. And then I've pointed out to you guys, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast. The Doctor Who logo on the Facebook page shredding and spiderwebby things. Yeah. So it's like okay, Something's here is a major thing. That's happening. And the last time we had a little thing kind of casually dropped in our lap and not mentioned for another it season, very it turned big. out to alter the entire canon yeah. and history and lore. Not the canon. It didn't alter the canon, but it it revolutionized the lore of the show. And so we have this little these little hints that something's wrong with the TARDIS. And then, I don't know if you remember, we did that for like episode one and two, and then it was like nothing. Yeah. And then when we got back into the TARDIS... We all went, oh, wait, oh, yeah. yeah. The spider webs. Holy crap, I forgot all about the spider webs. We didn't even see them until the second viewing. We didn't yeah, even notice yeah. it because we were so busy watching Bell and Vendor hugging. We didn't notice all the <laughs> crap until the second viewing, and we went, oh, what's going on? And then they do the big poster image of the the TARDIS looking like, like it is like getting ready to, to explode up. from the inside out. And that's, you know, and, and oh, and then there's a time loop. So, okay, we have a time machine exploding, and there's a time loop. Okay, yeah. that Checks out. I wonder what that's going to be all about. Nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, remember how the TARDIS has been acting all weird? We're just going to hit a. Yeah. We're just going to uh, click put it on power button. wash, and uh, we're going to go out here and have a little time loop adventure. And when we get back, it'll be done. Oh yeah, it'll be done. Were y'all completely dissatisfied with that? Yeah. yeah. I think do like- the same thing though. What the heart of the TARDIS exploded and it was causing time to loop. I feel like they've done this exact thing. It was causing all of time to happen at the same time because the TARDIS blew up. No, all of time happening at the same time was because uh, River created a paradox by not killing the. Doctor. This is so much. Oh yeah. Like, but I, yeah, the heart of the TARDIS exploding did cause some kind of problem. I don't remember exactly what it was. I feel like it was a time loop. I I don't think it was a time definitely loop. Definitely more It wasn't a time loop because we've crack. never talked about. Groundhog's Day, Doctor Who does Groundhog's Day. We've never talked about that before. Um, it definitely did cause like time fractures. Or some it was a much nonsense. bigger deal than this. Right. Yeah, yeah, much more than uh, you know, contained within one storage building. But I just feel like it's like if my computer was like cracking physically, and I just hit restart, and then it like <laughs> yeah, it closed for I mean, a couple it, minutes. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But I just felt like we should have had the TARDIS was literally, literally in the background of this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every time they restarted, the it was right over their shoulder it. with all the cracks. About to explode. And it was it. And it was it. And and then at the end, like I thought that maybe the time loop was being caused by whatever the cracks are. And yeah. so they're gonna have to eventually they're gonna get back into the TARDIS and fix whatever's wrong or what nope, nope, none of that. And then That's it's like, okay, well, why is the time loop happening? It's happening because the tom- the TARDIS is resetting. Why is that tied to the death of the Doctor and the companions and the randos? Why does Entirely any of this unrelated. make any kind of a sense? And then why is it that them getting outside of the building stops it? I, I d- just like, think that was a like, bunch of assumptions that they made that none of that was right. I guess. I guess. I, I feel like, again, 
I wanted a longer episode, I guess. I wanted a movie. Yeah. I wanted, like, Groundhog Day is a movie. movie for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason it's not an episode of a TV show. And so, I don't know. I, I would have, I would have loved to have seen more with the TARDIS. Here's the thing. I, here's what it really is. This is not, my criticism of this particular element is not a criticism of Chibnall's writing. It is a criticism of the way B, the BBC does its, uh, marketing. Because they spoil crap. Yeah. They ruin stuff. By the way, within an hour of it airing yesterday, they were already spoiling crap left and right. I saw, okay, the 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 next time thing, and maybe this is arguably not a spoiler. The, the next time, um, they put a still shot of the next time up on the Facebook, on the official Doctor Who page, up on Facebook, like an hour after the episode aired. And I'm like, guys. And at first I thought I was seeing something from the episode. And I was yeah, really I was pissed. Like, oh. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, oh, That's wait, okay. That must be from the next, because it said coming in the spring or whatever. And I was like, "That's guys. Come on. Yeah, I'm like. It's been an hour. Us. And and I am telling you, when it came to Flux, they did it every stinking oh, yeah. week. Every week. I just would not go on Facebook on Sundays until after we watched the episode because I would, it was inevitable. I was going to see something that I didn't want to see. And sometimes it was an actual spoiler and sometimes I misinterpreted and whatever. I don't care. I don't want to, I don't, like, give us a day. Give us 24 hours of, of just, hey guys, what did you think? Instead like of saying- Half the people that watch this show can't even see it before you've posted that. Yes. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. 60% so, of your viewers can't even watch way, this. For, for our listeners, I don't know how you guys fared, but I literally didn't know until we sat down at 8 p.m. last night whether or not it would be available to watch because I could, I Googled the smack out of it. There was nothing I could find definitive anywhere that said, this is when you will be able to watch this episode on AMC+. Plus. Nowhere. Nowhere. And it just drives me insane. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you know, the podcast is kind of, is kind of uh, headed towards its conclusion here. Mm-hmm. We've been hinting at for a little while now. Um, and likely won't get a revival for Series 14. I, was gonna, I mean, maybe. But, mm-hmm. but in all actuality, probably not. And I'm kind of okay with that. Because one of the frustrating things about watching this show live is trying to manage a podcast around it because yeah. we're trying to manage schedules and recording and broadcasting and all this kind of stuff. And they can't give me a premiere date until th- three weeks in advance for a show they've been filming for two years. Like, come yeah. on. Anyways, anyways, enough ranting about that. We're still in the checklist um, and we're done. Okay. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> nothing else on the checklist. Um, other stuff we, uh, other stuff we noticed trip said, why is it Christmas? And I then just, I said, Listen to the song. Listen I just song. saw, like, I heard, like, soft Christmas music or something, and it was, like, snowing, and there's, like, a car pulling up. Yeah, I'm but like, then it wasn't Christmas it's music. Christmas. It was, what? what are you doing New Year's Eve? <laughs> yeah, I heard <laughs> that, and I was like, went, oh, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I went, oh. I, 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 it's, okay, it's not. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines in the whole episode was the doctor and Yaz at the same time going, Time loop while Dan simultaneously said Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> same, same difference. Same. Okay, now this brings up something interesting. This kind of goes in the who's who, but, but, but we're here. So let's talk about it. Um, we talked about this uh, earlier that that reminded me, oh, right, yeah. Yaz and the doctor are time travelers. Mm-hmm. Dan kind of isn't. 
Dan's no. still, he went through the whole flux thing and he's still not really a time traveler in the way we normally think of a time traveling companion. Yeah. Um, the big thing for him was he spent four years with uh, Jericho and yeah. Yaz searching all over uh, 20th century Earth, right? Early early 1900s, right? What was it, 1901 to 1905 or 1900 or 1904, something like that? It was like early 1900s. And um, so when Yaz and Dan were kind of like giving each other a hard time, yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines was, uh, 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 I have a note about this later, but um, he's the inferior human. <laughs> and Yaz is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dalek's a pretty good judge of character. Don't, and they're like, hey, you know, like, yeah, that whole thing was like, oh, right. They have spent more yeah. time with each other now. They're like than old Yaz buddies. Has spent with the doctor. Mm-hmm. That suddenly dawned on me. Yeah. Like, forget about Dan has barely. Dan spent like a week a with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, how long was the flux? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The flux was six weeks because each episode basically. Yeah. You, you had it from Halloween through December 6th. And that was the way it happened. That was a week of subjective time with the doctor. But that week for him lasted four years yeah. where. He was with Yaz and Jericho. The doctors on Earth popping up. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And so that that just really um, him not picking up on time loop, picking up uh, that terminology, but but saying Groundhog Day was like, oh right, he's a dude. Yeah, he's just a dude. Um, But it did lead me to that bigger conclusion of, oh my gosh, yeah, he and Yaz are like compatriots. They're war buddies at this point. Um, what's this next note? Who, who wrote this? Oh, I did. I understand. Oh. <laughs> I understand on a production level why this had to happen, but I love that the loops were taking longer, even though the amount of time they yeah. were in the loop was supposed this to be This was shorter. not an episode of 24. Yeah. Each, each yeah. minute was not a minute. Culminating in a, a one minute loop that was definitely like 10 minutes of screen time <laughs> at least. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually, it, honestly, maybe it was six minutes, 60 seconds of screen time. But there was a lot of jump cuts in there. There was a lot of like going up the elevator, grabbing a bunch of crap and coming back down that definitely took longer than the 30 seconds that it <laughs> appeared to on screen. Yeah. But I don't know. You're probably right. It feels like that last 60 seconds was was not even 60 seconds of screen time. I don't time, think it was. It let really alone the was. cuts. It feels like there was more than 60 seconds of stuff we saw them do. Yeah. Which like, you, tri- you can do. Because huh? you can like jump between events that are happening parallel. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> you can do that, but if you want to like get a full minute of one person's experience and a full minute of the other, it's going to have to be more than a minute. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it could still be a minute. But that's not what thing. we were doing. They no. like ran up to the fifth floor and grabbed yeah, crap like, and what? all the way down to the basement. Like that, just the Daleks like closing in on the pile of bombs was like sixty seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that brings us down to who's who. Who is Sarah? Who is Nick? Um, I didn't. I didn't write a whole lot. I, this was a hard thing because again, this was the first time mm-hmm. watching it, and I kept like forgetting to take notes because I was just enjoying watching <laughs> yeah. it. And then I would be like, "Oh wait, that's probably what I did." Um, the only thing I wrote for between the two of these characters, I wrote one note, and that was X terminated. That, that was awesome. bad. But- <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was the exact reaction. I knew Trip was going to love it. Corbin was going to hate it. I knew it. I was like, oh, why can't I be that funny? That's hilarious. Um, did you guys, was there anything else that y'all wanted to discuss about Sarah or Nick or Snick? Uh, no. Would, what would their shipper name be? I think Sarah um, should have 
she'd be funny to have on the TARDIS, but I don't. Oh, she there's would, no reason she for she her would to be join, hilarious. So. There'd be no what? There's no reason for her to join. She'd definitely point, not be down to join, though. She kind of hated the doctor for most she of the really episode. She really did. She blamed like, it on episodes. her. She's like, yeah, you're we, the reason that all this happened. Yeah, and, and she's... And there's and she, no reason I should help you. Right. At and, all. And, and I just love, like, every time once, she found out more about the situation, she blamed it on the doctor more, even more. more. Yeah. And you know what's funny is a lot of the time, if the, the, the rando in the episode, the guest star of the episode said this is all your fault, Doctor, they would normally be right. But in this one instance? Not really. Not really. Oh, no, 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 That's right, because the doctors tracked her down. That's what it was. The doctors the read the... Si- tracked down the doctor. Yeah, you said, you the, said doctors the doctors tracked her down. The doctors, the tracked, doctors her down? tracked her down? Oh, I was like, what? Twice. <laughs> Coming next season. Uh, <laughs> you've seen the Cyber Lords. Wait, wait until you see the Doctor X. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I hope that never happens. <laughs> Especially not with that name. No. Uh, yeah. No. Man, man. The Dalector? Is no. That, is that better? No. No. Um, yeah, she, uh, so no, she's right. It was, cause I was going to say the docs were just there and killing people, but they were only there because they were hunting down the doctor mm-hmm. because of the flux. How the heck did they get there so quick? Cause they can travel in time. No. <laughs> See, what? this show just never utilizes that. And sort by the of way, story. so I'm not thinking about one it. One thing that I don't understand is why did they end up in that building? That was never explained either. Because oh they had to go there because the Daleks were going to be there because they were going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> this grandfather paradox much? Crap. I thought it was going to be like the TARDIS takes them to where they need to be. Yeah, but, but, yeah, the, but the Daleks came to, to where they unless, were. Unless, unless. The TARDIS knew Don't that this, this oh insane crap would bring together oh, Snick. Stop. Would make Snick finally happen. Snick. I feel like they didn't we even say Snick. that in the episode. They didn't even go to the lengths we're going to to make this make sense. It's no. just like... Corbin, it's, <laughs> they never do. They never no. This is not a Chibnall problem. This show, every movie we ever watch, never they goes to the lengths we go to. They will never. And whenever they do... It's Everyone awesome. hates it, except for me. Except, yeah. <laughs> why'd they spend thirty minutes explaining that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so um, who is Dan? Uh, we already said he's the inferior human, according to the Dalek. That's hilarious. Um, he he made an interesting statement. He said, "You saved the entire universe last week. I owe you one." <laughs> Something about okay. that line struck me. Um, I don't know. I don't know if y'all remember uh, the Hobbit has some very casual language like that where the the narrator will say it was the strangest tuesday bilbo could ever remember oh, or something yeah. like that or you know like uh or gandalf says you know it's uh it's it's a gosh, by the a, way dad's watching the lord of the rings oh, yeah. right now uh, so. well, yeah but i'm talking about the hobbit i'm talking about, which is just different oh, the same thing it's, it's all the same it's all thing. Yeah. um but yeah, I, I, something about that. You saved the entire universe last week. You know, like you do last week. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyways, who is Jeff? Okay, I put this in here. I, this was out of order. I should have put him above Dan. Who is Jeff? Not who you think. You guys remember, we kept joking throughout the episode. I mean, Jeff became like this mythical character. In the yeah. Movie. Yeah. Like, are we ever going to meet Jeff? That, like and uranium in the freaking he lived attic there or, or whatever the heck like yeah. dangerous like materials. does jeff live here yeah. what so do you guys remember at the end 
the random guy watching the fireworks. Yeah. And he said something like, oh, it's a really just nice for display. Me. Oh, it's just for me. That was Jeff. And we went, Jeff, that Jeff? that's got to be Jeff. No. It wasn't. That was Carl. Oh, the what? crane operator from the woman who fell to earth. No really? way. That was the target of Tim Shaw. Really? Oh, that's kind of that awesome. Guy, the guy that kicked Tim Shaw off the crane? Yeah. That was him. That's crazy. Same what? actor. That's funny. Same character name. He's Because somebody posted, meanwhile, on the TARDIS Wikia or something like that, and posted a screenshot of that, and it said appearances, first appearance, the woman who fell to earth, TV appearances, Eve of the Daleks. And everybody was like, no way, that definitely wasn't, that was definitely Jeff and blah, blah, blah. And then somebody took a screenshot of the credits and it said mm. Carl and had the actor's name, the same actor's name. Wow. And I was like, what? That's, That's awesome. Kind of that is the weird, it's, it's kind of cool, but what? Like he did, I mean, it's so that, random. That whole scene didn't need didn't to happen. make any sense to me. That I'm no. sorry, that whole it scene, was weird. that little cutaway to yeah. him made no sense to me. And apparently, that was, that was cool that they brought him back, though. I like that. It's, it's kind of neat, but I want you guys to think about the level of fandom of the Facebook page that I'm describing. The, the, the Doctor Who fans who actually love the show, <laughs> that's the group that this was posted in. And most of the people there didn't. either didn't catch oh, it, yeah. didn't recognize it when it was pointed out, or faced, like denied in the face yeah. of the facts. This like, is not that no guy way. because it's, it doesn't not. make any sense. Yeah. And I'm just why like, why would he be here? I, yeah, for it like, to have been Jeff. Where is this, and why is he here? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> exactly. Okay, if he'd have been in the crane, if he'd have been looking at it from up okay, above in maybe, the crane, maybe. that would have at least given us some. Oh wait, was that the same guy? Yeah, from, that the is same? that the same crane? Really? Like, like that was anybody supposed to get that? <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, such a deep cut. Like, so weird. Because that guy never showed up again. He was on the train, and then he was on the crane, and that was it. He was on the train? He was on the train and the woman who fell to Earth, because oh, that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. they knew, oh, he was the target, or whatever. Um, that is such a weird, weird callback for me. And it, I think it was cool that they thought, got to bring that guy back and, like, it's but neat. it doesn't make sense to where they were. Yeah. I mean, the only like, okay, if he shows up in the next episode, okay, okay, then then this will, you know, like if it's a continuous this, thing, this still doesn't make sense. That's, that's even if so he shows weird. up in the next episode, that makes less sense. <laughs> He's the master. <laughs> oh, somebody, somebody said I. Oh, in my head, Tim I thought Shaw it was the doctor, was right? And I went, what? What? Somebody, somebody commented they thought it was a future doctor, and I was like. How did you what get that? You, oh, because anytime somebody doctor. shows up on screen, it's, somebody it's somewhere thinks it's either the doctor, the Ronnie, I mean, the master, yeah. uh, uh, Susan Foreman. Like it's yeah. always like, oh, there's a new character. It's probably Susan. And they're uh, right. 0.1% of the time. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, remember there was a whole season where if you said, oh, look, it's River, you were probably Yeah. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember there's, that? there's a child. It's probably River. Uh, anyways. Uh, so who is Yaz? Um, she said, we're never going to get that moment on the beach where you tell everything that happened to you, are we? And she says, sure we are. <laughs> we're just going to keep sure. brushing that off to the side. Um, why did you say moment on the beach? Was that? Because they said they were going to a beach. They were going to the beach, but what, is that That's it? plan. Is that uh, it? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. She said that moment on the beach. 
it sounded like she was Referring calling back to something that uh, yeah, had happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, uh, I forget what they call that in grammar, but it's you know, it's an antecedent that is like a definitive. You're pointing at yeah. something that everyone knows what you're talking about is what it sounded like. Um, nope. Um, let's see. Sarah's friend says, "Good-hearted weirdos are the keepers," and Yaz glances at the doctor. Yeah, that moment. We I rewound it because I went, "What just happened?" Yeah, it was like when we saw Carl. I was like, "What? What?" Uh-huh. what? Um, there was like so much weight that was put like on a that good, glance of her. That was like a good line. I didn't get Yaz looking at the doctor. I didn't even realize it was a thing till you wounded it back, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she yes, definitely." Say, I did get this because this is what I read. I read an article ah. that said. Something about their relationship finally being confirmed. Ah. And so I, yeah, but that I understood what that was. <laughs> not the moment, no. Even understanding it, that was a weird look because it wasn't quite like it, any yeah. sort of romantic yeah. look. It was just, it was just like, just like a, a... Yeah. It was just weird. It was almost like, you know, the doctor uh, moved her arm and it caught and then, Yaz's attention. Yeah. She like looked. She just <laughs> like, kind of looked That was the whole him. glance. And yeah. then the doctor like craned her neck backwards somehow well, aware that yeah, what she, goes, she was staring at. And, and then and when she said what, Yaz's reaction, no, nothing. Oh, right. It was almost well, strange the way huh? everyone, everyone turned everyone their noticed. heads yeah. towards everyone her. Everyone reacted weird. Everyone <laughs> reacted weird. I'm surprised there wasn't a cut to Dan kind of like going, mugging huh? at the camera like, what? Yeah, yeah, but like. Or like shrugging like, he did do that. <laughs> he looked over at her too. And it's like, she's really? all the way in the back of the group. It's like No one can you? see her. <laughs> How did it? <laughs> yeah, she darted her eyes. It's not like she turned her whole body 90 degrees and looked at the doctor. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, well, and, and don't worry. We're, we're, going to, we're going to come back. Oh, Corbin, you have a can we talk about? We, we need to have a can we talk about Thasman. Uh, go ahead and just drop it. Thaz? <laughs> I thought it was Daz or something. Uh, no, it's Thasman because it's that 13 sucks. and Yasmin. Yeah. All Anyways, ship names are terrible. And most of them. Yeah. I told you, ever since Brangelina, none of them were. You know. <laughs> um. Yes, tells the doctor stop leaving us behind. And somebody pointed out on on the uh, on one of the million threads that I read this week, um, or since yesterday, that this includes the. Actually, I think this was on the Wikia. Now that I'm thinking about it, the doctor and Yaz were separated for four years while she was with Dan during Flux. However, if you'll recall, season twelve opened up. With uh, the doctor having left the companions behind for what was it, eight months, ten yeah. months, yeah. where the TARDIS was there and they weren't even sure if she was alive. Like the last time yeah. they saw her was on Gallifrey, you know, ostensibly going to blow up everyone, including herself. <laughs> and they escaped in, a, in that random TARDIS that was disguised like a house. And so they had spent the better part of a year. And when the doctor showed up, and remember, she had been imprisoned. Yeah. Um, and so when she shows up, there's that moment of like, it's been 10 months. Yeah. And she's like, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry and all this kind of stuff. And I think we probably, I think we probably had a, had it out at that time when we covered that episode about, well, why didn't she just hop in her time machine? Pour that hair. Yeah. I'm just going to go back. Yeah. But at any rate, um, that, by the way, that never makes sense for me with the doctor. Like whenever that's, he shows up and it's been 10 months, why don't you just show. go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like too much of a plot thread in this show. It happens yeah. too many times. Yeah. And, and exactly. That's the thing is I went, Oh wow. So we, we were talking about how Dan and Yasmin spent more time together than Yasmin has spent with the doctor, but that's 
only magnified by the fact that in the three years that they've spent together, the three seasons, usually the time frames are the same, right? About. So the three seasons represents about three, maybe four years if you count all the gaps between, you know, the weird gaps between the seasons. It's been four years that, that Yaz has been there. But in that four years, she spent 10 months without the doctor. She spent four years of her time apart from the doctor. She spent countless times. It was even yeah. a joke, a gag in the Flux, one of the Flux episodes. Getting where, yeah, taken she's a universal GPS because she keeps getting separated from the group or the doctor specifically. Um, and I was like, wow, that just, it really does keep happening yeah. to this companion. It's really weird. Um, okay. And then she had, um, Corbin, did you, did you add that section that I just mentioned? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a line. She's never admitted it to anyone, not even herself. I'll just, I'm going to mention that here, but we're going to come back to it with, uh, the, can we talk about section? So who is the doctor? Um, man, she had a great rant of the week. I'm, this was Eccleston level where she, uh, or, or Capaldi level, even, you know, something seems impossible. And I'm, this, this is me paraphrasing because it was so much. I couldn't get it all down. Oh, yeah. Something seems impossible. So we try, we fail, we learn, we fail again, but better. We make friends, we learn some more. And ultimately we succeed. This part I got down definitively because this is being alive and it's better than the alternative. Boom. Recall her conversation with Azure. Yeah. yeah. She finally won the conversation. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> I mean, no. yeah. If she had said that to Azure, it would Azure have probably better. would have been like, you know, yeah, it would have been better than life, which good. is what happened in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but why? Because, um, yeah, that was all we got there. But man, that was that was amazing. And this was okay. This might be the best social commentary that Chibs has done so far. Yeah, because. This was not poke you in the eye, <laughs> sit you down in your desk. All right, crisscross applesauce. Everybody get your graham crackers and milk and it's story time. The doctor just blurts this out. And I mean, this is like, you know, fans are going to be tattooing this in Gallifreyan on their back. Yeah. You know, uh, it's going to take your whole back to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this was great. This This was a fantastic... Uh, to me, this is going to go down as one of the things I remember about 13. Capaldi's war speech. Um, 11's, uh, you know, here I am, you know, think about every black day you ever, you know, challenged me and do the smart thing. Let somebody else go first. You know, these, these, these big definitive speeches to me, this is one of them. This is, and I mean, it was, it, what's weird is it wasn't poetic it wasn't grandiose no. elevated language it was just like straight to the point like yeah like capaldi's is war speech it. is very mm-hmm. poignant this is not it's a simplistic language but it packs a wallop of this is what it means to be alive she just said the doctor just said that what it means to be alive essentially is three things failing learning making friends and persevering. Damn. That's four things. That was four. But yeah, three things because we X out the making friends part. That's lame. No, no, that's the no, that's that's the thing. That is the message of the thirteenth Doctor. Travel. Hopefully, friends. the universe will su- constantly surprise you. It's the, it's the Doctor of Hope, and part of the Doctor of Hope's message is 
we need each other. We need friends. We need family. We need our family, I right? Guess. That's oh man, that that's that is to me. That's that's thirteen. Yeah, that's thirteen right there. Family and hope, and and yeah. and by extension, perseverance. I mean, you know, let me come up with a, another thing. So it's always four instead yeah. of three. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. And then, uh, this, this could easily also, um, go under, uh, Thasman here, but Dan says she (laughs) likes, he's like, she likes you. And, and the doctor says, yeah, Yeah, I like like her too. And she's like, or he, he says, no, but like, she likes you, likes you. And she goes, I I don't know what you're saying to me right now, Dan. (laughs) I don't understand the words you're saying. And then he says, but for some reason you act like you don't in front of her and in front of me. So in other words, he's saying I like that. Huh? I, I actually liked that one. Tell me yeah. more. Tell me more. The doctor has been burned in so many relationships. Like oh, okay. so many romances has gone down in flames for him. Romances. Slash, I thought you uh, just meant relationships in general. You no. mean yeah. romances? Tell- like what? Like uh, uh, Rose uh, got trapped in another universe. Okay. Okay. Uh who else? He I mean, kind of yeah. had a thing with Martha and Really? Or not, was it Martha? I can't remember the names of some of the older ones. (laughs) Poor Martha. No one ever remembers her. No, Martha was the completely unrequited love. Where she totally was head over heels for Tennant. And he just did not. Didn't. Didn't even pick up on it. Didn't even pick up on it at all. Like, like Eleven definitely picked up on on Amy's vibes because it was hard to, she was physically all over him. Um, Martha was a little more coy and he was just oblivious to that fact. Yeah. Is obviously, um, what's her name? Pond, not Pond. Huh? His actual wife. I don't know why River, I can't remember River. names. River Song. Pond. River Song. Melody Who? Pond. She like died, right? Like I mean, she, she's died she like she five died times. Yeah. <laughs> she died so. Much. But she like died when he first. Yeah. Met her. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how that relationship. Was I mean, you end. also have like the girl in the fireplace. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like there's oh I feel like there's at least one other. A lot of it was during Tenant's time, I guess. A lot of it, but yeah, yeah. Then um, even Clara. Oh yeah, like, Clara. Clara that and was Eleven rough on him. Yeah, Clara. Well, Clara and Eleven. There was a there was a, a will they won't they vibe on her part. That yeah. again, I think I think Eleven was like the most socially inept doctor. Yeah, like he was always like they played it up. Like what's soccer? Like where are you strongest? Legs, you know that whole thing. Um, and then when it became twelve, twelve was the one who said, "I'm not your boyfriend." Yeah, and you know, so so what are you saying though? I just feel like for almost every companion the doctors ever had, there's been at least some romantic chemistry like at least they've tried yeah, to have with, that with the and comedic exception of donna yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's always like eventually they stray away from that or it goes down in complete flames yeah so, so are it you just doesn't work are you out. saying are you saying that the doctor is never oblivious but the doctor the doctor plays is just i think at least it. in this case in when, this case, yeah. When Dan is pointing it out, he's like, you're not as oblivious to this as you're pretending to be. You don't want everyone to get hurt by this. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. We are full on into Can We Talk About Thasman? Yeah. Um, so swap that. So we'll come back to your other one in just a minute. Uh, in this episode, all of it was very obvious and on display and in your face. 
Right. Well, yeah, they like yeah. outright sad. Even even when it was yeah. incredibly awkward and weird, like that scene that we just mentioned, where it she was glanced at the doctor and it was played so big. Um, prior to this episode, I didn't. If get I had never brought it up that the fandom is shouting this from the rooftops, would you guys have ever no. picked up on this at all? Not a no. single bit. Okay, like I, I was. They're found- like always like. So close as far you as you were per- picking up on Yaz Ryan like, Yaz vibes that weren't even there. That weren't there. That, that, that was the first couple of episodes. I know, so. but that's what I'm saying is like you were picking up that, but the doctor. But even no. then, even then, people were shipping these yeah. Faz and Yaz. And uh, you know, I yeah, think Faz. that Yaz is just mirroring personalities with the doctor. Like she wants to be like that. Like. She's that's what I picked up. I always that's what she's been trying in the same to way get to. Martha's year on earth where she had to go tell the story of the doctor mm-hmm. was like her being the doctor. Yeah. Clara had an episode where she literally impersonated the doctor yeah. in front of Daleks. Yeah. We've seen uh, uh, Rose had some episodes where, you know, the doctor fed her some information so she could spout it off and seem like she was on cool. the inside yeah. to the new tag along guy that we had for the guy with the hole in his head thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, you know, pretending like she was more with it than she really was. That's what I have always picked up is that Yasmin wants to be the doctor because that's what she wanted to be like her whole life. She wants to, to be people. like, yeah, she wants to, to help, help people. It always yeah. felt she's a police officer. Yeah. yeah. And she found a magic space <laughs> wizard that travels around in a police box. Like, yeah, it's a, it's an idol. Yeah. To me, it's always been a more mentor protege type of relationship i've never picked up on any sort mm-hmm. of romantic relationship aspect at all and again i have always felt like even okay if if i'm missing something and the fandom points it out or your mother points it out like like yeah. in a different movie you know like on anything um sometimes somebody will say something and i'll go oh, oh my gosh yeah. i never realized that subtext and then i go back and i go oh it's been there all along Yes. People have been no, screaming like for this. And I'm going, guys, what, this what are you seeing here. that I'm not seeing? Now, I am willing to admit, maybe I'm blind to it. Maybe I'm, I'm blind to something. So. But I, have, I don't see it. <laughs> guys, I have tried throughout Flux. Oh, yeah. Throughout Flux, what I felt was a companion begging the doctor be... A companion, be a friend, be yeah. open, be honest. You are hiding something. We, right, Ryan, Yaz, and Graham, we are your three best friends right now. Yeah. Tell us. Don't shoulder this on your own. Yeah, Don't, she's been very much like a best friend. You're terrible at holding these secrets. We know what you're doing, or we know that you're doing something. We want to know we what you're know doing, what. and we don't want you to suffer alone. It's obvious you're suffering. I can't. In that, I can't find the romantic aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. And then in this episode, now, forget the last three seasons, right? Let's say you jump from Capaldi to here. <laughs> you, 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 you checked out for three years, for what, four years, however long it's been. Or whatever. Three seasons. You've checked out and you've just, hey, it's New Year's. Let's see what Doctor Who is up to. And you watch this episode. You're going to walk away from this episode going, whoa. There must have been a lot of buildup. Mm-hmm. They must have been laying a lot of breadcrumbs down. And now it's finally culminating, right? <laughs> no. That's but no, but I mean but that's what but you if would you watch see it as, just yeah. this episode, Dan's like, So have you ever told her? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, 
And, you know, and Yaz is like, told her what? And all the fans go, told her what? (laughs) Sorry, half the fans. (laughs) All the Thaz shippers (laughs) out there are like, yes, it's finally happening. I told you. Yeah. And then there was a, I'm sorry, the scene, that scene between Yaz and Dan was so weird. Okay. Hang on, though. It was so powerful on its own. It was a great scene on its own. Isolated from context. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whereas normally you would need all the backstory in the context. The fact that we don't have (laughs) any of the backstory in the context and yet we are being told that we do. You can see this is like confused watching that scene. Yeah, but with no context you can see, oh, this is probably like... if, okay, so if been again, if you're not a Whovian, you've not been watching for three seasons, and you yeah. sit down and watch this with your family on New Year's, and you see that scene, you go, wow, these two have a, a an amazing backstory. These two, Dan and Yaz, have an amazing backstory. Mm-hmm. They obviously have a deep friendship. Um, I don't know what they're talking about when they say they've spent all that time together, but they, they apparently have. And he is giving her great insight into herself, and she says that line. Yeah. I've never I, admitted it to anyone and I I I stopped breathing. Yeah. I stopped breathing because I was like, are they about to do Why? what I think they're about to do? And then they said, what is maybe more oh, what's the word? Gut-wrenching? Yeah. More Heart emotionally wrenching. impactful. Yeah. She says, not I'm even to myself. Me. And a, like a tear rolls. I'm like, oh, oh first of all. First of all, great. can we give Mandip uh, an award for that scene? Yeah, that was because nice. that was brilliantly done. That, that should be to injected me, into a romance comedy. Or yes, something. take that yeah. and put it in another movie a or movie show or something. Builds up makes to sense. this scene <laughs> where it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Now she is okay. 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 So, uh, I was texting with with Jade, uh, uh, who with uh, Jared about this. I almost said somebody else's name. Um, I was texting with Jared about this earlier. And it just kind of all like gushed out of me as I was texting because I suddenly processed that entire scene and then the subsequent scenes and sort of like, okay, okay. Yaz is starting to the, accept it for the rest of the episode, I feel like. She's very oh, much- Oh, she's completely embraced it in that yeah, moment. Yeah, she's very yeah. much into she, her feelings now. She's like, you can't leave us. Like, and I'm- she compl- Feelings that didn't exist before. Just, no, no, they did. No. She just she was saying like I suppressed them so much that I it wasn't. I suppressed them so much. Maybe only the people who wanted this to happen ever saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like. Can I be cynical and say I think this is fan service? Can yeah, you be cynical? It is. It is did very you just much say fan that? service. Can you I just, be cynical? Yeah, I would be perfectly okay if I felt like there was some subtext building up to this. They don't there have wasn't. to explicitly say every episode, oh, she's falling over the doctor and the doctor doesn't notice. They could, <laughs> it could be like really subtle, but it never read that way to me. No. And again, maybe, maybe we're missing it. And maybe if, we went, maybe if we went back and, and now granted, I have rewatched it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I still didn't see it. Watched, I rewatched it with that in mind. We watched going, every episode okay, of the look Flux twice. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying even the first two seasons, I was watching all of that the second time with that, those lenses on. But no. Nope. And again, now, okay. All right. I will admit, I have a certain life experience. And so therefore, I have blind spots. 
fine. I'll admit that. And, and, and I am perfectly willing for somebody to tell me where I am missing it and I just yeah. don't get it. I'm fine with that. But here, here's what I told Jared. I feel like Chibnall blew this. He blew it because the timing is awful. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Here's, here's what we're left with. We're left with basically two options, right? Unrequited love. The doctor can be, can stay clueless and they never talk about it, or they can talk about it and the doctor just kind of go, that's not who I am. Yeah. I'm not the romantic type. Um, or slash, I had a wife <laughs> and <laughs> she died and now yeah. uh, that's Anything. it for me or whatever, or like, or whatever. Just say no for whatever reason. Right, and I think that's a fair enough reason. She's yeah. been burned yeah. so many times by this. Sure, doesn't want to do it. Again. Oh no, no, no! I, from that is in, very much from within universe. Th- that's fine. perfect sense. From yeah. from within universe, that to me makes the most makes sense. The most sense yeah. Now the problem with that is, on a production slash fandom, not even production, on a fandom level. Yeah, everybody's gonna hate that. The yeah. people who wanted this to happen are going to rail about. Uh, underrepresentation they're going to rail about and 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 i'm not even saying they're wrong but they're going to say oh you teased this and then you 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 killed it and you didn't let it happen yeah. it's just another example and and people might be right to say all of that. i will say they are right and it's completely chibnall's fault for introducing, for introducing this right yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. don't even and honestly okay if if nothing comes of it if nothing comes of it, it would have there, been better if yeah, nothing if had nothing happened. happened. Yeah. It would have been better if it had not been unrequited, if it had just never been introduced at all. And then it would remain a, uh, fan, a theory. fan theory that, by the way, for decades, people oh, yeah. would be like, yeah, I still say, you know, like, I'm yeah. still a Faz shipper for life, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. That's fine. And that would have been fine. But the fact that he's introduced this, introduced this into canon means we have these two horrible opposing ideas. So you can have that, right? She rejects Yaz for whatever reason and then you have again perhaps rightfully so under underrepresentation and misrepresentation blah 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 or something does come of it which yeah in universe yeah in universe I don't ever like it when the doctor starts going down that path with a companion yeah. I was fine with the especially river. with two episodes left like what are you gonna do? That's the biggest. You're problem. getting ahead of me here. Um, I think I think personally, the character of the Doctor River was the one, and we leave yes. it at that. That's that's me. Yeah. Right. And by the way, never mind within, his first with, wife. Anyways, we've never. Well, yeah, whoever uh, Susan's grandmother is. Yeah. Um, but and and by the way, I've, I've also I've heard people clamoring for River to meet up with Thirteen ever since Thirteen was debuting, and mm-hmm. and what that would do. For LGBTQ representation and everything, and I'm like, cool. Like, yeah. we know totally River down. would be down. <laughs> we yeah. know, we know. For that matter, uh, the actress's name is completely escaping me. Uh, Kingston would be totally down for that. Um, but that that you know that didn't happen yet. <laughs> There's still two episodes. Uh, oh, how terrible would that be for oh. Yaz in the middle of Yaz and Doctor's no. final conversation where they're going to discuss this? River, River materializes. <laughs> That would be awesome. Oh, no, it would be awful. <laughs> Honestly, guys, in, awful. Un- in universe, no. in universe, because it is a time traveling uh, marriage, 
the doctor should still feel married to River. Yeah, for, at all times. For, forever now. Yeah. And should because say, if she ever pops I'm sorry, up, I know how you feel, but I, you know, especially a, with a character. Very much an Aragorn thing. It is, it is yeah. but a shadow and a dream that you love, and I am not the one for you. Um, yeah. You know, okay. that, that kind of thing. Yes. There you go, Corbin. I've been watching Lord of the Rings. Too much. Quote, I could quote the scene. Um, but, but here's the thing Trip, you nailed it. If something does come of it, then what's going to happen is, why she did is you wait so long? Die. Okay, yes. First of all, she why did you wait so long? We only got die. two episodes. Yeah. Which she? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yaz has to die. Because if okay. the doctor regenerates and Yaz is still a companion, how is that going to yeah. work? Well, that's worked. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here's one of the of these two f- horrible options. Okay. Something comes of it, a relationship develops, then the, then the first criticism is you only gave them one and a half yeah. episodes or whatever. Yeah. Unless it happens at the very beginning of the next episode, then you only gave them two. And again, r- rightfully so. Okay. Rightfully so. So then, um, I think we've talked on the podcast before, there's a trope, uh, horribly named but aptly so, called Bury Your Gaze. Have, have we talked we about have, this before? We have, because of Star Trek. Because of Disco. Yeah. Yeah, because the first openly gay couple on on Star Trek got murdered. <laughs> not even murdered. Like, oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, murdered. Yeah, like neck broken by by the the, the guy. The guy. Um, spoilers um, <laughs> for, for you a know, fifty year old episode, show or whatever. Uh, four. four? <laughs> it was four years ago. We're talking about disco. Oh, disco. Yeah, talking about disco. The first openly gay couple in Star Trek was on Discovery. Oh yeah. And in the first season of that couple's existence, <laughs> he got his neck snapped on oh, screen. On screen. Yeah, on screen. <laughs> so they they faced horrible backlash for that. Obviously. And, and unfortunately, those poor writers had to just sit and go, I mean, but it, he's coming what back. if he's not dead, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They couldn't say anything. They just had to go, yeah, you're right, guys. We really screwed yeah, that one up. Really so, so, Trip, to get back to what you were saying, you do one of two horrible things with this trope. You either have them finally come together and then 13 dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? Or worse, they both die. Yeah. They both because we know 13 we has know two episodes. 13 like now. that's coming. We don't yet know Yaz's fate. Is she going to die? I feel or like. Or is she going to, for whatever reason, go off into the sunset? Because I still firmly believe mm-hmm. no one, no actor not is going to. Revelation. Huh? With with Yaz admitting she loves the Doctor, she is not leaving the TARDIS oh, no. by her no, own no volition way. at this point. That oh, is not, not going not, to happen. Uh, unless she's rejected, and that's why yeah. she leaves. I don't want that to if happen, If she leaves though. because she's rejected... That's even that's worse. Even worse. Even worse. That's this yeah. is like just he's just built the There's most no awesome way to, There's no way to end this, this well. As much as I don't like the Thasman idea, I don't like that idea... Not for any of the socially taboo reasons. I don't. I don't flip and care about any of that. What I care about is I don't think that's who the Doctor is. If you're going to make that be an element of the Doctor's character, that we're going to kind of, sort of break this unspoken rule that the Doctor mm-hmm. doesn't get romantically involved with companions, um, with the really weird fan servicey offshoot version of the Meta Crisis Doctor finally got yeah. to be with Rose. You know, like have your cake and eat it too, fans. But other than that, we the doctor doesn't go there with companions 
So if you're going to break that unwritten rule, don't do it now. Yeah, no. Don't don't make the fans talk about it for four years and then bring it up in universe as though it's been happening all along and we've been very clearly laying the breadcrumbs for all of this. Don't don't do all of that and then kill one or both of them off right away. That's just Yeah. And I told so here's that's what I told Jared. I was like Chibs has messed up. Yeah. There is no t- good option for him at this point. And he is going to be criticized by one or both sides of this of this socially taboo mm-hmm. conversation. And it absolutely deserves it having made this yes. decision. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. I told I told Jared, I said the oddly enough, the worst thing he can do right now is to go ahead and have something come of this relationship cuz then he's going to get nailed by conservatives for pandering uh-huh. and he's going to get nailed by people who wanted this relationship to happen for not <laughs> letting it happen sooner it's like he can't win at this point <laughs> anybody who actually wanted to see this happen is going to be horrified by the outcome yeah i know i just uh, run this like, by some it's, people it's, man <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk with anyone? Run this by <laughs> Like, we know this episode Ask is written fan. by him. Ask hey, you know fan. the difference between RTD and Chibs? Moffat has already seen scripts for se- season 14. Of course. RTD of course. has already shown him scripts and ideas for series 14. Because good writers know they suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they let other people read their work. Good writers know they suck at writing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, he just, man, I think Chibnall had three years of stories to tell, three seasons of stories to tell. And then this and came up and he didn't care what anybody else said. No, no, no. I think he, no, no, no. Whether or not the, the Thaz thing don't think the was Thaz part thing of it. was a part of it. <laughs> I feel I like. I kind of feel like Corbin said earlier. I can I hardly like imagine this. very much fan service. Like, how do, how do you even argue this was intentional? There's there was nothing. There's always going to be people know. shipping everyone in any oh, story yeah. ever. Oh yeah. So you can't imagine there was really some like subtext there. Yeah, I mean, going back years, there was there were fans fighting in the fandom whether uh, Captain Jack should end up with Rose or the Doctor. I'm like, what? <laughs> Neither of those is happening. So what yeah, are you fighting about? But anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guys, I just I hate 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 hate. That he has put himself in this in this position, but yeah, I, I seriously cannot see. And prove me wrong, Chibs. Do prove it. Prove me wrong. Shock it's me to my core and find a way to make this actually emotionally gratifying because I can't see how. Anyways, Imagine. Corbin, can we talk about how this time loop works? Now let's talk about plot holes. How much you right? hate this episode? Yeah. <laughs> now that we've talked about. No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, this time loop makes no sense. Yep. Or okay. various, numerous various reasons. Numerous so, reasons. So the first time that it the time loop happened, they started at the same place. Like, the what's his name? Nick started at the like, desk. We know it was but a... But then the second time through, he started like a minute ahead where it would have been. Yeah, because right? he was all the way upstairs. No, but, no, the second time through, he was still talking to her at the desk. But they were further along in the conversation, I think. Uh-huh. And but not a yeah, minute, but mind a, you. But further along. Yeah, in the but at a certain point, it did get to the point where he wasn't at the desk with her. He was all the way upstairs. But then, yeah, nothing that, ever happened. Which is consistent. 
with anybody else after yeah. he at moved. At a certain point, she was always in the lobby. He was always in the hallway. Yeah. And the doctor, doctor and the companions and were always at the TARDIS. Yeah. This is important because they were, Im- they said they weren't implying. It's supposed to be a minute further in time yeah. each time. Yeah. So they should have. Here's okay. the first time they meet up. The way they, they make sure to get to each other at the same yeah. time, so they start right next. The way that it was set up, I thought it meant that they lose that minute every time. Yeah. So and wherever so, they were last time, and so we even asked the question during the episode: What does it reset to? Uh, so the third time around, they're starting at minute number two. Are they starting yeah. at minute number two from the original or from the last loop? And we couldn't ever figure that out. And then we realized. They're, they're starting, not. They're not. They're starting it off. Like we like, don't even know where they're starting off. They're starting off at the first it's minute. Not, it's not that the time loop is is starting back at you know twelve fifty five, then twelve fifty six, then twelve fifty seven. It's like it's always starting back positionally, geographically, yeah, yeah in three D space at the same, at the same well, place. But they but just have less the same time. time. And I kind of don't even care, like. As l- if they were consistent about it, it'd be fine. But the fact that it like moved forward yeah. for the first yeah. few times, yeah. and it was definitely not a minute each time, and then eventually they just but the Dalek definitely started at yeah. different spots. So again, and more Daleks were jumping in in the middle. It's like what? Yeah. How is that? Okay. Yeah. And again, I feel like if this was a movie, they would have spent months hashing out the timeline yeah. and making yeah. sure they had it like yeah. it's perfect to the second. Can you imagine a story? Where yes. every time <laughs> every time they go through the loop, they're one minute further uh-huh. from like the past. That would loop. be so cool. And yes. so you can do all these. It's like a video game save yeah. point. Yeah. 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 So you yeah. can you have can do everything. so much with that. Yeah. So you could have the last minute, they have enough time mm-hmm. because they've been because making they've been this like plan plotting. the whole time. You know? They've been yeah. getting to where they need to be but also, for each loop. And like they said yeah. that if you die in the minute then when you restart, you won't be there because yeah, you already why? died. They clearly didn't. But why? But then because she definitely died. Oh, yeah, before she did die the, in the minute. Very first minute. No, but here's the like, thing: both of them died before yeah. the, the next minute. Even if, even if you want to imagine that was after the minute, that there was a time, like in the middle of the episode, where she said, "We can't go through another loop because if we do, Nick will have already been dead in the original loop by this point." Where she even pulled that yeah, idea yeah. from I don't know. doesn't make sense. But of course, he just respawned at the same place. There weren't Ow. even Daleks near him anymore. And yeah. he just got away. And it was fine. And it's like, what is happening here? Yeah. The one thing that we know from this podcast, especially the Timey Wimey episodes, is that time travel stories are hard. Yeah. yeah. Very hard. But they and, could and have me, worked you this have, out fairly. To me, if you want to do well. one consistently you really have to be a little bit obsessive about it. And I feel like this was done very sloppily. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. lazily. He had no idea was, what he was doing when he was writing this. I, I will say, and I, don't, I hope I'm not stealing thunder from Jared's actual segment, but one of the things that he texted me about when I said, I don't know how I feel about this episode and I don't know why, one of the things he said was, it was a fun romp. Yep. Yeah. I will, okay. it, was a, it was a tried and true holiday special. Yeah. Right? Um, it, it was definitely that. And if you just take it as that and shut up and eat your popcorn, this was a fun time. Yeah. Fun but romp. if 
You're doing like, a podcast where you discuss <laughs> everything wrong with every exactly. episode. I feel like this uh, is a time travel uh, series. They should understand by this point how time yeah, travel thing. works. That's that's the other thing. What if this if, was it's a, not a standalone if movie. This was a Groundhog Day episode yeah. of Friends. And okay. it was sloppy about the time travel. Fine. Who cares? That's but not uh, what this show's about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, but a show based, based on around time, time travel, travel should yeah. should and again should care. Like Corbin said, run it by somebody, Chibs. Yeah. <laughs> like run it past the other writers in your writers' room. Surely you know? we aren't the only people who. No, like, I'm pretty, I have this I'm pretty sure we're. I'm pretty show. sure we're the only ones on the. Yeah, we're the only ones smart enough. We're the, to the, think the only ones. Ideas. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It's not. That's why we should be. Not that we're smarter than everybody else. It's just nobody else just. Nobody else cares no, and, no, and takes yeah. the time. Yeah. No one else picked up on this. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a, well, not a single ones, person on that set that, cares. Even the ones that, that may have picked up on it are certainly not picking up podcast mics and taking to the airwaves yeah. on yeah. the internet. And There's talking definitely not a thousand. I, I bet if you Googled it, you probably wouldn't find anything. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't Surely. find a single other podcast than us. Yeah. Which reminds me that Noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by listeners just like you. Specifically, yeah. Victor, Jared, and James. And because of the hard-hitting deep dives that we do here <sighs> that you can't find anywhere else. Because nowhere as else. we just said, we're no the, one else is doing the work yeah. that we're doing, guys. Pretty much the only if podcast that discusses yeah. Doctor Who anywhere. Yeah, That's yeah. why we start off every week. We're the only podcast on the internet. We could just stop right there. Yeah. We're the only podcast on the internet talking about Doctor Who. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. If you don't get it here, where are you going to get it from? Where? And, and, if, and if, you know, and if thousands and thousands of dollars are not flowing in each month we don't have the motivation to do it anymore why would we keep doing it yeah so if you so everybody go on patreon (laughs) have we laid it on thick enough no i'm just kidding hey guys no seriously though uh if you want to join in uh with victor jared and james and uh you find value in what we do like they do um give a little bit of value back hey here's the here's the thing like we said the podcast we're winding up we're coming to uh, there's a number coming and uh, it's on the horizon. So, um, anywho, j- you know, head on over to noobsinthehoovian.com slash support. If you, here's my point. If you've been thinking about it, if you keep saying, man, one of these days I'm going to jump on it, go now. Go, yeah, go pause. Go to noobsinthehoovian.com slash support. Send Donate a $100 a month. No, send, <laughs> no, send, send a dollar. I'd love send I'd love for each of our listeners to send out a dollar that just says, hey, we, we love you guys and we appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and if that's the only thing you've ever... One-time donation. Yeah. If that's the only thing you have ever and will ever give to the, the lifetime of this podcast... Then it was a we dollar be, well spent. Yes. And we would be very, very grateful for, uh, for that. Um, and if you check the box that says make it monthly, even better. Even yeah. better. But yeah. Do what you want to do. Noobsinthehoovian.com slash support. All right, that brings us down to our classic Who connections. Let's hear what Jared actually has to say. I've been talking about all the things that he might say. Let's hear what he actually says. Hello, Noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic Who connections for the Eve of the Daleks. That's the New Year's special. But of course, you already knew that because you're listening to the Noobs in the Whovian and their their show, which is based on this episode. Which Okay, that's enough of an introduction for me. Uh, that could just go on too much longer. So, uh, Classic Who Connections, um, you know, I didn't catch a ton of, I just, I just have lots of little things, I'll put it that way. First of all, Cloyster Bell. We've talked about the Cloyster Bell. We know what the Cloyster Bell is. We know about it in Classic Who, we know about it in New Who, uh, but that is a Classic Who thing, so that's always an easy one for me to grab, and so I go with it. I go for the low-hanging fruit, mostly. Uh, and secondly, I thought that the Daleks right from the start, really looked more classic. Um, And I know they've used this style of Dalek in New Who, uh, but 
uh, before. So it's not the first time we've seen it, but really taking a look at things, looking at what they had on this episode and looking back from pictures in the past, I think they really went back to the late 60s, early 70s Daleks, like from the serial The Day of the Daleks. Um, they, they really had a... Uh, more plate metal. Um, I know it's Dalekanium, and that's right from early on. But uh, you know, kind of plate metal look to the top of them, and and so and not not the early early on ones. Uh, they they haven't. I don't think they've used those since in on TV. Um, but except maybe in like the Dalek Museum type stuff. But uh, but these, I think they, they I think they really were going for a classic look. That's my that's my take on it. So, uh, speaking of the Daleks, it's the this is really the first time where we see the Daleks pursuing someone in order f- to get revenge. Uh, they, you know, they always want to kill the Doctor. They always want to stop the Doctor. Uh, that's kind of programmed into their memory banks. They always, uh, um, but but it's more a Dalek is more like, oh, I see you, so I'm going to kill you, exterminate you. Uh, not so much. We're going to devise a plan where we're literally our purpose is coming after someone or or some group uh, in this case. So we, we've seen that we saw that back in an earlier Dalek serial called The Chase, which is uh, a chasing through space and time. The Daleks are chasing after the doctor, the first doctor and his companions. Uh, and, and they're. I mean, really, they're they're going through well space and time for that. Uh, they, they they oh the Daleks have come up with uh, time travel, figured out a way to do time travel in order to do that, and so uh, you know that's an early on uh, thing for the Daleks, but you don't really see it in a lot of the serials uh, uh, since then. I, I don't think any of them till now. Uh, it is mentioned. That uh, in in 1605, you know, she sees the gunpowder. I haven't seen this much gunpowder since 1605. That's, of course, a Guy Fawkes reference to the uh, gunpowder treason on Parliament uh, back then. And that was never uh, that that reference was never seen on TV. Uh, it is in a Doctor Who novel. It's in a video game, but that's never been, uh, you know, she, she, she the, the Doctor, never ran across Guy Fox uh, that we saw on TV. Um, but kind of cool to see, you know, see her writing herself into that history. And then finally, I don't have anything, uh, any other connections except for seeing the uh, teaser, the What's Coming teaser. The Sea Devils are coming back. That's so exciting in case you've missed us talking about Sea Devils in the past. Uh, the Sea Devils are uh, Silurians in the water. You know, what, what happens when the lizard people uh, are in water. And so that's really cool uh, to me that they're bringing sea, sea Devils back. And I hope they do a good job with them. hope they don't bring them back just to ruin it. But that's awesome because we really only saw the Sea Devils once in Classic Who. So fun that they're they're using that uh so that's it um uh oh i, I guess th- i have a note because it goes with my my episode rating the gatling gun blaster on the daleks that was not early on daleks okay so they changed that that was different in the look of the daleks he did not have a gatling gun going on but the blaster did kind of look like an early blaster with the the wire cages going around it it's just that this one spun with lasers, I don't know why it needed to, a laser gun would ever need to spin to shoot off multiple laser blasts quickly. But it was fun to see it. You know, it, it was it was a it was a fun effect. Uh, so 
I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, yeah, there's there's I'm sure there's lots of things you can poke holes in and, and really get into the nitty gritty. But I thought the plot was pretty strong in this one. Um, and and just there was some good comedy. There was some it, it just it was a fun romp of of an of a new year special that's all uh, i i'd say about it and enjoyed seeing the dogs in fact i think this is one of my favorite uh dalek episodes of new who um and and trump's a number of classic who dalek episodes too for that matter but um i i think i think it really brought the daleks back in a good way um you know, still, uh, you know, they're they're super powerful, and yet you can trick them into shooting each other while you duck. Uh, okay, yeah, there's there's still, of course, the classic Dalek. You know, worst worst killers in the in the galaxy, um, or or in, in all of time and space, and and yet they're uh, vanquished once again. But so be it. You know, uh, uh, they uh, I, I still again still had fun with the episode, um, and I thought really one of the creepier. Um, Dalek episodes. I, I thought they did a good job. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't super creepy. It wasn't jump scare. It wasn't like watching a horror film kind of creepy stuff. But I thought they did a good job of setting the mood like they haven't for a long time with the Daleks, um, keeping it more more of a serious atmosphere with them. I, I thought that was good too, not just caricatures and like comic book character type stuff for the Daleks. So Anyways, again, this is just all my feeling on it, but I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 for a rating for the episode, and I'm saying Gatling Blasters, because uh, I, I did enjoy those, just just for the fun effect of it. Uh, and um, again, and, and then uh, the creep level, so I'm going to probably go higher. I don't know what you guys will have, but I think I'm going higher than what you'll say. I'm going to give it 150 creep levels. Um, as for a Dalek episode, I thought this was much creepier, like going back to... Um, gen- Genesis of the Daleks, like with seeing Davros that first time. I know today he looks like a weird puppet, but still, um, I thought they did a. They meant to be creepy with Davros. They meant to be in that ep- in that serial, and I thought they did a good job with that. So uh, I'm I'm saying it's it's of that that kind, and so I'm giving it 150 creep levels for that. Uh, so that's all I've got. Thank you to the uh, TARDIS Wikia for updating so fast. Um, not that it, it, it didn't, ha- it didn't catch anything so far that I didn't see, but, um, having the information on like the Guy Fox reference, that was nice. Um, cause I didn't remember anything on TV, but it was nice to have that reference, uh, to the novel and, and the video game. So, uh, you know, thank you to the, to the, uh, um, fandom TARDIS wiki page and, uh, also to Noobs in the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more classic Who connections next time. All right. Thanks for that, Jared. Uh, so. Overall impressions, rating out of ten. Anybody? <laughs> Jared came in strong with nine out of ten. Uh, yeah, Blasters. yeah. So as soon as he said that number, Corbin was like, <sighs> <laughs> "You did agree with him. This was one of the best new Who Dalek episodes." I I, so. I agree as far as a Dalek episode. I think it was really good. I know, of course, we had to beat them at the end; otherwise, it wouldn't have made any sense. So I do love that they were like they smart. They did win multiple yeah. times. Y'all, y'all were talking about that earlier like, today. That y'all love that with the minus Daleks the won. time loop. The Daleks won. Yeah, yeah they straight up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when it looped, they retargeted and aside came from back. The, the Doctor and or slash the TARDIS cheating essentially, the Daleks yeah. legitimately won. Yeah. They won the first couple times. of times. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, as far as the Dalek episode, I think this was fairly good. I did like the one time when they like formed rank to get blasted. 
Oh, yeah. They were like looking at him like, bring it. We yeah. got a plan now. <laughs> and they didn't react. Did you notice that? They didn't, oh, yeah. They, just they didn't got throw shot. their arms up that time when they turned into skeletons or whatever. Um, they just kind of like got shot and stood there and took it. It was pretty awesome. So, um, uh, uh, Trip, what's your rating? Well, as far as an actual episode goes, I did not like this. I The time travel was terrible. didn't work the way it should have. I don't know. I feel like their plan, they never really discussed it. They were kind of like, oh, that was I plan have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And they never really went over it. Yeah. They had a plan. Uh, they kind of did. They had a plan. Wrap, wrap the stuff in the other stuff and blow it all up. That was the plan. Well, yeah. They also all were doing different things to throw the Daleks off. Yeah, she said, you that, know the plan, do the opposite. That was kind of like, cool. Uh, what? Yeah. I did like the, Except, I did like uh, Dan Yaz and the doctor just chilling in the lounge thing. Oh, yeah. That was, like that, that, was, cool. that, was, that was pretty fun. Hey, come on in. Yeah. Come see. I yeah. didn't get the throw them Dogs off. Do not part. have friends. <laughs> like, yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we're going to go seven out of ten Thasman. <laughs> <laughs> and he spelled it like SpongeBob. Like the SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corbin, you want to go next? Yeah. I, don't, I, I still don't know. Dad still is undecided. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like. Especially at the start, this episode had the potential to be really strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it—I was really looking forward. They to it. did it set really it up fairly. Started well. tapering off. It's like the first couple weird. of times through, they did it fairly well. So, first of all, I just—I could not stop microanalyzing the way this time loop worked because yeah. it made no sense at any point. So there was a time loop episode of Disco. You have Groundhog Day. Yeah, I'm trying yes. to think of other time loop things. Uh, oh, there's a there's a great time loop episode of the Next Generation, and those get better as the episode goes or the movie goes. This one, they they explore it, they play yeah. it, they you know it starts it, off as a whoa, what's going on, and then goes yeah. into deep. You have you have moments of the absolute uh, just mundaneness of living the <laughs> same. Know period of yeah. time over a rom-com about a um, dude stuck in a time loop on groundhog's day should not have been better written than a time travel <laughs> yeah. show doing a time loop episode. and that's that's my point is that you you i kind of you hit the nail on the head usually these get better as you explore it and get into it and this one kept making me scratch my head yeah like uh, i'm wait, still like, what do you do highly unclear where do you go back to like, like what, what was yeah. causing the time loop? the tardis <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, not satisfying. Not the Dalek said the yeah. TARDIS. Yeah, the Dalek said like it. what? And then at the end, the Doctor was like, you know, talking okay. to the TARDIS, like, "Thanks for helping us out." If you were, yeah, that's what yeah. you were, like. Maybe it was an accident. Do. We don't know. <laughs> what like, were the mechanics? Was it wasn't any? <laughs> did they? Nope. Did it actually loop exactly when they all time, died? Because the Daleks never died, but they were still in loop. So, like, yeah. what the heck? Time travel. Time yeah. travel. Yeah. So, what's your score? I don't. I, I'm like I'm just disappointed. I feel like I end up saying this a lot, but it's like, oh, if it just done the things I wanted, this would have been great. But it's, it's not <laughs> that, exactly yeah. fair. I told them both the other day, their generation better produce some stellar writers and directors because the the amount of of nonsense on YouTube and TikTok about everything wrong with this TV commercial in 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, just kind of 90 like, minutes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, so what's your score? I don't know. Okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> I'm kind of with you. I don't know out of 10. I'm so torn. Like, what? 
what do I even give this episode? Yeah. It's kind of a real All right. nothing at a certain <clears throat> point. So I don't I didn't dislike this episode. I didn't love this yeah. episode. Yeah. That's that's I feel like I, I got to the end and went, hmm. hmm. Which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Doctor Who. Action. Not yes or what? It was hmm. That yeah. was an episode. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm going to give it um five out of ten. Okay. I think hmm. I have to agree with you. That, that's fair. Hmm. We're maybe too generous <laughs> on this show because a show, an episode we don't like at all should be a, a five. Yeah, an episode, no, an episode we don't or, like at all should get a one. Or, yeah, I mean, y'all are like, feel nothing about I don't like think this. I've ever yeah. rated below a five. Uh, I think, I, I think there's one episode I rated that it somebody two. on this show gave it a four. I don't think we've ever gone below four. I gave a two to a classic two episode. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, that, that doesn't count. Uh, that so doesn't five, count. five out of ten. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to go the same. Okay. I just, it okay. was kind of like, I stopped caring at a certain point. Oh. Okay. I think maybe you saw me, I was like falling asleep during her motivational okay. speech. Okay, for, for reference. The motivational speech for, didn't get me. For reference, in the last me. week, in the last week, we watched The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. We watched Spider-Man No Way Home. No spoilers, no spoilers. No, Don't, no calm spoilers. down. And, uh, and then this episode. Um, so out of all of that. Out of the end, <laughs> a- after um, Spider-Man No Way Home, I wanted to cry. I wanted to yeah. uh, write poetry. I wanted to, what? Uh, you know, it's like, okay. I like I, that, 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 that was like, it was uh, very amazing. Good. Okay. Uh, the matrix revolutions. I got to the end that and was I, pretty good, I said, I, the credits rolled and I cut it off and I looked at y'all and I said, I, I need to wanted. watch this six more times because I loved it, but I want to, I, I want to dig into it more and I want to see all the things that I missed and I want to read into all the things and I'm already like reading articles and interpretations and blah, 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 blah. And I got to the end of this and I went, this is all I will ever. This is the only time Which, I will ever like this. Mm. The, the, I mean, this is the only time I'll ever watch this. Mm. I maybe if I was really doing like a podcast, it. it required me to watch it again. Yeah, so mm. much. So did you give Tangible. it a? Did you give it a score? Yeah, you said I'm gonna five. do five. Oh, you did five. Okay. So, um, the game plan, um, next week, guys, we are finally back onto the master plan. We are going to be watching Logopolis, which, um, you know what? I haven't even double checked, but I'm presuming that it's still on BritBox on Amazon. Um, should be. If okay. not, I think somebody has all of them now. It's either AMC plus, I think maybe AMC plus that we've been using to watch, uh, season 13 may have the classic who episode. I can't even remember now. BBC, get your crap together. That's what I'm trying to say. So um, uh, if I find it, I'll link up to it in the show notes. But uh, check out Logopolis. It is a multi-parter. Um, Corbin, if you can find that like super fast, good luck over on the TARDIS.wiki and tell me if it's four, five, six. I can't remember. Um, then by request, we're headed to uh, the, the following week, Disney Plus for Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, which um, the creator of Phineas and Ferb just crapped on it from a great height on his uh, <laughs> YouTube the other day. And I was like, oh, okay. I hope we didn't pick like a stupid movie. I mean, I remember watching it and going, that was, that was fine. Yeah. That was okay. Um, I'll probably enjoy it more this time. Honestly, Did you see the creator of Phineas and Ferb. I, I, yeah. I'm in his algorithm, dude. I, they're feeding him to me. He's, <laughs> he's, he's on TikTok and he's doing yeah. YouTube shorts. And so I'm seeing all of his YouTube shorts and he got on and some guy said something about, I don't remember. He, but he he slammed Prince of Persia pretty oh, damn hard. Wow. Um. So, um. Just just briefly. So random. Like, isn't it bad enough that this movie exists? Was basically what he said, and I was like, oh, okay. Anyways, um. Just a heads up, as we said last week, uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time is PG thirteen. So, kids, get your parents' permission. Parents, maybe 
preview it if you haven't already seen it before. Uh, according to IMDb, it's it's PG-13 for intense sequences of violence and action. There's no cussing, there's no nudity, and seems mostly bloodless. So just you know, stab nice. the guy with the sword, but you don't see it. It all happens, Ooh. you know, that kind of thing. Except apparently, like, one guy has a bloody shirt at one point. Anywho, guys, oh, news no. of the Hoobie and his production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is this'n. I'm Trip. The production editor is that'n. Special thanks to TARDIS.Fandom.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for his classic Who connections. Shout out to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. Find us over at NoobsInTheHoobie.com, where you can find all of our buttons, subscriptions, what? You said Patreon sport. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> support. I swear you said sport. Support. I was like. Noobsinthehoovian.com where you can find all the links to all the things where you can subscribe to us, leave us a rating, share us with a friend. Not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons. Corbin and Trip. And we're the news. And until next time, be safe if you can be, but always be amazing. Goodbye. I feel like there was bloopers, but I'm not sure. I don't think so. Be whip. What?